Welcome to Not Sure This Matters with Matt Nolan and Her Majesty Miranda Mast. Good morning. Miranda, how are you? I'm well. This is our fourth version, let's be honest, of trying to record a podcast in the last 24 hours. Okay. Yesterday was a hit and miss. That's swing and right. miss. It happens. It does happen. A little more often than I'd like. However, we did squeak out some valuable information. Oh, yeah. I said that it was productive even if it wasn't publishable. Correct. Always the glass half full. Yeah. Love that. After the pod, though, more importantly, you did mention I was prom queen. Uh-huh. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead what? Tell us about being a prom queen. I I, Your I had a I had a pri- I had a private conversation with you. Yeah. Yeah, like wasn't something I was bringing up on the podcast. Oh. Okay. What well, we want to know. I loved dances at, in high school. You loved I just like, I just thought they were fun. I know, or... I just thought they were really fun. I loved the like getting dressed up for them. I loved the like finding the date part, okay. like the flowers, oh, the for this, to people's houses. For this Instagram post, can we get a photo of you with the crown on? Did you get a crown? So I, I didn't have the crown. I was on the court. Okay. Um, it I was, don't know if any of this existed at my high school. So it did, I'm sure. I just remember it from She's All That. Yep, same. Okay. <laughs> I know. I mean, that was a movie. Yeah. But it was um, my scene. It was my junior year. And um, our proms were junior, senior proms. You could go as a freshman or sophomore, but you had to be invited. So prom king and queen could have been either a junior or a senior? No, you had to be a senior. Okay. So I was a junior, and I got on the court. So I, I was like... Oh, so you weren't prom queen. I, right, correct. Oh, so I was a little misled. Um, And that's the story. And I had this... So it was like a black and white theme. Yeah. It was called like Black and White Masquerade or something. Okay. And my dress was like so... Like Phantom of the Opera? My dress was so good. It was this Jessica McClintock, which like Ooh. any back in the day, people will know I'm talking hey, about. Hey, a shout out. It was just like this prom dress manufacturer. <laughs> Is it the one at the mall where it's got all the snazzy outfits It's out like it? that. We You'd have to go to King of Prussia Mall to, to get them near me. Okay. Is that where? Is that near you, King of Prussia? That sign always sticks out to me when I see it on the highway. It's in PA. It's, it takes about like 35 minutes to get to King uh, of Prussia. I thought it was in Maryland. Okay. Um. And anyway, the, my dress was this like black and white, like, kind of like diagonal stripe thing going on and it was really good. Okay. Well, well, let's add a photo to the Instagram post if you can. It's kind of unfair that I haven't shared myself on the Instagram and the first one I'm going to be sharing, I'm 17 <laughs> yeah. years old. I'm it's like, awesome. here's Miranda. I'll give you a high school baseball photo. <laughs> the best she's ever looked. Ta-da! Throwback Wednesday. That's what I would do. That's like Instagram. It's the best picture you've ever taken of yourself. That's what you put up there. All right. If you do baseball, I'll do, I'll do the, my, I'll do this one. It's old. Can yeah. do. Um, so we can't really do a fact check or Matt's bad because that's, we've agreed that that pod will not be published. Okay. But I do have one Matt's bad relative to it just to sort of clear my soul a bit. Sure. I couldn't name the people, the characters on Modern Family. I know. Don't get upset. Don't get upset. I just, I said Ed Asner. It's Ed O'Neill is the character that plays Jay. Uh And I forgot to mention the third daughter. Her name is Alex. I just, I couldn't sleep. I had to get that off. All right. Sounds great. Now let's move on. Not sure this matters. So I, I haven't been um, candid or private about that I have some like ongoing medical stuff that's just part of, will be a part of my life forever. Okay. okay? And I'm not like, I'm not like inhibited by it, well, sort of. Anyway, I made an appointment to see my doctor, the specialist, probably two or three weeks ago. Yeah. And the first appointment I could get was, 
almost a month. So it must have been a month ago because the appointment's coming up on Friday. Sure, and that sounds pretty normal. Okay. When making an appointment with a specialist. I'll, I'll take that. Unfortunately. Okay. Yeah. I then find out that this last golf tournament of the year that I already agreed to play with a friend is also on that same day. Okay. And it was brought to my attention last week on Friday and Monday was a holiday. So their office was closed. So the only way I could, could communicate that to the office is through this online system called my chart. Yeah. Well, the office called me back yesterday and the woman, hi, I see that you canceled your appointment. Like accusatory. I said, yeah, I had. How dare you? Exactly. It's exactly what happened. <laughs> I said, yeah, sorry. I had this. I, I didn't realize that. Prior was commitment. The same. And when you plan a month out, I mean, respectfully, miss, like I don't, maybe some people do. I don't do like calendars or anything like that. Like a month is a long time away from me. Anything could happen in a month. Clearly. She says, okay, well, we booked your next appointment. It's December 20th. <laughs> now I've been seeing this guy for. Since 2012. Years and years and years. Years and years and years and years. He's also a friend that I could text him, the doctor, if I wanted to. Okay. I'm not going to pull that card, but I have a personal relationship with this guy. You sure. You are not a new patient. I'm not a new patient. Yeah. And I also have had some pretty serious cause to be in and out of his office during this, our relationship professional period. Sure. Like you going to see him is an important part of your life and they know that. Well, I'm not sure a woman at the desk knows that. Fair. But certainly the doctor does and his immediate nurse staff. Okay. My initial reaction is to text the doctor and be like, I'm fucking out. You want to push me back two months because I made him a scheduling error? I'm out. Thank you for your service. I'm going to find another doctor. Yeah. However... That's my first reaction. Now I'm trying to think, is that impulsive, compulsive? Is that the wrong thing to do? Am I overreacting? Well, and like when you weigh out like the pros and cons or the amount of work it's going to take you to, to find the new doctor, doctor and then schedule an appointment with them, would you end up with this like December appointment anyway? That could be true, yeah. but I just feel like I'm being, in t I feel like there's probably a better appointment than two months from now, but this, this woman yeah. right, has the authority to schedule accordingly. And was probably like, you cancel on us. We're pushing you back two months. Oh. That's the way I feel. So I, I think that just for whatever reason, it all of a sudden like got busier or something. I, no, I think that she's giving you the next available appointment. And, it's, and it happens to be two months now. I think I know the answer to this, but, but just tell me if you agree. It's in my mind. It, it would totally be a cocky, snobby move for me to go directly to the doctor, right? I, I don't know. I mean, maybe this woman, like, just, I mean, she, she obviously doesn't know, like, your patient profile. And so maybe you you waiting that much longer to see him, like, is detrimental and not good. And he would disagree with it. He would be like, oh, no, this person needs priority because of their health. I just feel like that's not fair to the general public. I under, I'm wondering if I'm using my, my anger in an unfair way to everybody else. I don't know, Matt. I think when it comes to your health or like, okay, if we were talking about our children right now, if this was like our child's doctor's appointment, yeah. we would feel this like need and want to abdicate for them. Yeah, but I'm fine, I think. Who knows? Who could say? I, so I, I don't know. I, so I agree. So you're saying if there's a need for me to get there, I think I should press it. But I, I haven't been in years. He's like, you need to come in. He's, this is what the doctor said to me. He's like, where have you been? So anyway- if it's not, it sounds like if it's not urgent, you think like I should just just roll with it. Just roll with it. 
That sucks. And then you could like, yeah, I mean, I always say empower as a consumer. So like, you know, you get to decide or in a lot of cases who you're going to like use in your life for yeah. coffee or for hey, specialist doctors. That's a segue. And so, yeah, I mean, right. You want them to have a consequence. And so you want to leave. Them. Yeah, I want to punish them. I yep, understand. Sure thing. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, good news, bad news. The good news is Brewhaven is overwhelmingly everybody's favorite pick for the coffee shop name. Okay. Bad news, which was reported by you to yeah. me, is that it's already taken. It's by taken. some like small what beer brewers downtown or something. It's I googled it and it's a whole website and it's like a beer brewing co-op. So it's like local New Haveners who like to brew beer and like talk about it and like have meetups and like share hop information. Yeah. And Hoppists, so, yeah. I think they're called. And like, so man, they were like, this is a good name. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but but you came up with it on the spot right. way back when. So That's I true. mean, hats off to you. Thanks. The question is, yeah, clap. Uh, we have that. I you know. can do that. We should have paused. Is Beans also out or is Beans second favorite? That what we don't know. Beans is totally growing on me. Okay. I think it's a little bit funny in like a good way. I think so too. And it's like one, me. And it's one word, which is like trendy. Google, Mac, like you, I don't know. Nike. Yeah, like it's just like a thing. Yeah. And um, you can imagine like there being like a coffee bean, like little logo. Yeah, you thing. can do whatever you want. Yeah. Um, but Instagram didn't like beans. Nobody liked it. <laughs> Nobody likes it. Yeah, except for me. The, I guess, pull it or talk amongst ourselves the problem is if somebody else comes up with a good name then they're going to want credit for it so i don't think maybe we should put it out there i think we need to sit around with the team and yep. cu- just do a little brainstorming sash i don't think we've like put enough thought into the names okay except for beans <laughs> where are we uh, as a society with mask wearing okay so in most places it's mask optional so mm-hmm. like in a school or a church or a grocery store yeah um you're not being like required to wear a mask but everyone's saying like if, if you feel like you want to wear a mask you can and um do you ever wear one anymore so in a, a lot of doctor's offices you're still required in the waiting area to be masking i got into an argument with the receptionist about that my dentist, the last time I went, we, we they, no one was wearing masks. I mean, like once the hygienist was was doing my teeth, yeah. she had a mask on. Sure, yeah, of which course. She always correct. Did. Yeah, yeah. Well, she doesn't want your um, crap in her face. Totally fair, right? Yeah. Um, but the receptionist, and when she like greeted me, she wasn't wearing a mask, and I was like, oh, that's the first time I've been in like a doctor's office setting. But when I went to like my last OB appointment, everyone was masked. So mm. I had to take my wife in and out of a appointment and there was a sign out front uh-huh. that said it was like the typical if you're vaccinated you don't have to wear a mask like the standard sign yeah but then i walked in without one and the receptionist was like you need to put a mask on and i said well that's not what your sign says she's like you need to put a mask on and i repeated that's not what your sign says and she got upset with me as if i had put the wrong sign up and all i was doing was being obedient the bigger point is eventually it's going to become mask wearers versus non-mask wearers. Are you familiar with George Orwell's book, Animal Farm? Yeah. Do you know what happens? Go ahead. Fill me in. It's the four-legged animals versus the two-legged animals. Yeah. 
it's 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 Karl Marx. It's it's the proletariat and the bourgeoisie. One idea is better than the other. So we've learned a lot about mask wearing, and if if someone is wearing their own mask, yeah. and they're they're protecting themselves. So so okay. So right. So they. So that I, right, so I I hear what you're saying. Like oh, okay, but are they protecting themselves? Uh-huh. Right, like oh, I don't want your disgustingness to affect my life. Yeah. Or is it the Asian theme, which they've been doing it for certainly for as long as I can recall? Yeah. Where they wear masks if they themselves don't feel well and they don't want to infect you. Sure. So um, I I think it's I think it's both. I think the reason I said it the way I did was like I hear what you're saying. Where if this woman is feeling like she's at risk from you. Like she has an option to make herself feel safe. That's right. And she's offending me by yeah. telling me to put a mask well, on. Well, and I think that it's it was it's problematic that a sign says one thing and she's asking another. Sure. And so I think if she was to like just respond with any answer, like we've seen a rise in cases. Oh, we have someone vulnerable here today. Yeah. If she'd given you literally one sentence worth of like why she was asking you. Yeah. You probably would have been like, okay. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. Except with the resentment I already have towards another doctor's office administrator. <laughs> right. That you're carrying around. Yeah. It's compounded at this and point. And you probably didn't have a mask in your pocket or anything. I did not. Yeah. No. Sure. So it was I don't like... even carry one with me. I mean, it's funny because whatever, six months ago, right. you couldn't oh go anywhere gosh. without one. Totally. And now I, I had none. It was a big change. Um, And yeah, I think what you're saying about like, you know, what like... <clears throat> Asian countries have been doing like wearing masks for when there was pollution or when they weren't feeling well or kind of more of just like depending on what where they were in their life at that time. I think that we might I think as flu season comes and winter's coming again, we might we might see a rise in it. And at Elliott's school, it's mask optional. And I think they came out with like their most recent kind of like covid protocols. And they ask like if you have an exposure, but you're still feeling fine that you can still like attend school, but I think they were asking that they that you mask. I'm not masking my kid unless they make me. No, I hear you. Um, and I. Nor am I wearing a mask unless they make me. I th- oh, right, but I mean, if you, yeah, I no, I hear you. But like, right, if you don't feel good, it's like you can for, see for how me, some people. So if really I don't feel well and I want to protect, protect other people, others. for me, I can get behind that. In fact, yeah. I did that at the open house. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I, tr- and I stayed out of the house when people were going through it, even though typically I would have participated in the walkthroughs. I didn't because my voice was hoarse. I wasn't sure if I was sick or not. And I kept a mask on me. And if I did, I threw it on. Yeah. And we know so much more now about exposures, like um, length of time has a huge impact. So whether you're sitting next to someone for two minutes, like the likelihood of you transferring some kind of infection is much less if you were sitting next to someone on a bus for an hour. Hasn't that always been true? Sure, I think we just were making sure that that is how it worked with COVID, and now we know it is. I need your opinion on something. Okay. Shocker. Let me pose a hypothetical. I got a call from a friend of mine. Oh no, hypothetical. Pretend I got a call from a friend of, from a friend of mine, and he said, "Hey, another friend of ours, like not." Best friend, not someone I talk to often, but certainly someone that I'm friendly with and is part of like the, let's say like the outer ring of friendship. Said something to me in a public place that it wasn't necessarily offensive about you, but I don't think it's something that should have been said considering our circumstances. Let me drill down for you. It's something along the lines of, I heard Matt is not is going through something and he's not doing too well. 
my question is, so I, I thought about it and I said, okay, now I'm very good friends with the source that brought it to me, but that's hearsay, right? He's repeating something else that was said to him. And I'm not as good of friends with the person that brought this comment to, to my friend. So I can ignore it. I can engage it. Or I can start talking. I could say something. I can, I can, uh, like reciprocate, say something mean about him. Yeah. Respond. Mm -hmm. And I don't know. I certainly know what the sober response is, but it really bothers me. Like the idea of, of gossip is starting to bother me more as I'm getting older. Okay. And truthfully, since we started this podcast, because I need to be more mindful about what I say about whom mm -hmm. and to what extent, because now my sphere, you know, I, my, my circle is like six people in real life. And with the, now with the podcast, it's like 10 or 11. So I need to be mindful of what I can say that can be repeated to other people because you never know who it's going to offend. Sure. And I've always felt I, that's one of the most intimidating things about this podcast for me is that I'm always afraid that I'm going to say the wrong thing, like something that comes off as like offensive or insensitive. Sure. And that it'll have repercussions. So the problem or the one of the caveats is that. I also am kind of a guy. It's one of my character defects. Uh-huh. Being a gossiper or some version of that. I don't like talk shit. I don't think I do talk shit about other people, but I, I certainly do talk about other people to people that know these people. And it's like fun for you to be hearing like information. Yeah. Yeah. If we're being honest. Right. Okay. Yeah. So I guess I can see why this outer ring said something about me to my inner ring. But because it was had a negative connotation to it, yeah, I feel like he should have skipped the inner ring and come right to me. Hey, Matt, I heard you're like having a rough time. If you ever want to, whatever, if you want to talk about it or blah, 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 I would have received it much better. My bigger concern is now that it's been brought from the outer ring to the inner ring, where else has it spread around the outer circle? And, like, and how far does it go? Uh huh. So my question to you is, what do you think the appropriate response is? I let's say my feelings are hurt like uh, six out of ten. I I'm I'm a conflict averse person, okay, which isn't necessarily a good thing. I think it comes from whatever. I'm sure there's like childhood like issues or something. I don't like think that. that's bad. Um, so I the idea of like creating conflict or having to like have a conversation with someone that is you know going to be uncomfortable like is terrifying to me. Okay, but. I think that. No wonder you hate the pod. If the thing, I, I think the thing was, you know, hurtful or made you sad or made you upset, that I don't know. I think maybe you should say something to him. So I, I thought that too. And I, and I think that by the person <laughs> saying something to someone who was obviously your friend, yeah. like he knew you were going to find out. Right. Yeah. I thought that too. Right, so it's like a weird... Unless he was trying to fish more information out of the inner ring. Oh, maybe. And is if somebody's on the outer ring, and they're part of this gossip community, of which I was a part, and I think I'm, I've done better recent, uh, recently, 
will any engagement on my part only yield more gossip and therefore more drama or will no response limit the exposure to the said incident? Here's the irony. The inner ring, the guy that I know really well that brought me this information, knows everything. And I don't actually think any of that stuff is going on. So whatever information the outer ring got is incorrect. But I'm never going to get to the source of that. Yeah, I think if you were to do nothing, it, it would actually shut it down quicker. I, ultimately, yeah. I, I, I think I agree with you. But I think that it, if you're feeling upset that you have a right to, to say something, to say that. Yeah. And I, I wonder if, if, and when I encounter this outer ring, if I'll like, it'll stir up some or emotion. Or it happen organically. But I, in the, in the sober world, it's called, you know, I try to just, I can't, what, what am I going to do about it? Right. So I, I, even if I went and beat this guy up, which I could, no big deal. It's not going to, there's no benefit there. So I think you're right. I think not saying anything is the quickest means to ending the, that particular gossip chain. Mm -hmm. I appreciate your feedback. Yeah. The holidays are coming up, believe it or not. I looked at, we have a contract out there and like, let's close in 60 days. And I'm like, shit, 60 days is Christmas, which is wild. 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 Um, A few things holiday related and then we'll, then we'll move on out. First is Halloween's in a couple of weeks, uh-huh. and we pledged to do a Salem pod, which is like your thing. So let's let's put that on the books for sure. I think if you looked hard enough, one you could find a witch, self-proclaimed witch, that may or may not come on the pod. I think they would. I bet you they're eccentric people. Uh-huh. That's one. Or let's get the uh, the haiku reader down the street to come in and tell us our futures. Who? <laughs> The, the haiku person oh, down the street. Oh, yeah. Yes. It's a tarot card reader. Tarot card reader. Can you contact them? She's next to uh, wi- Wings. Hot Wings. Boom. Right? <laughs> is that place called? I don't know. Who could say? <laughs> Can we call them? Oh, this is a really good idea. Yes, thank you. This is the best Bye. thing I've ever done. All right. Yes. Today. All right. So this pod will make it. If, no, if for no other reason than we're getting a haiku reader. That's one. Number two. And I know it's not haiku. Uh, number two. It's gonna, I'm good. it's gonna cost a little money. Whatever. <laughs> Money's no object. <laughs> the so I want to talk about a little bit about homelessness when Mike Deacon comes on, on Friday. Okay. I have a couple of questions I want to ask and get your both yours and his point of view. But as I've been thinking about it more for whatever reason, maybe it's the holidays, maybe it's because the weather's getting colder. And it's a fluctuation. Sometimes it's anger. Sometimes it's sadness. Sometimes it's curiosity. All of those things. I want to do something either as a company or a podcast or as people or maybe all three charitable from the Thanksgiving to Christmas time frame. Okay. Okay. What I don't want to do, I mean, I guess I would do, but I'd prefer not to, is I'd like to do something charitable that's more direct and I don't know if that's in the form of, so let's say like, like we could go and just donate our time to the Connecticut Food Bank, right? Which is lovely and people do it, and thank God people do it. And that's maybe we do both. Uh-huh. But is there a way to either promote, you know, like um, not sure this matters is taking clothing donations that we ourselves around the city in which we work will personally deliver to people that look like they're in need of clothing or food or whatever. Sure, putting it in like a little more of the legwork, not just like 
entering like <clears throat> some kind of charitable thing that's already been created. Sure. So I it, precisely and or and or, slash or or is it not sure this matters slash recovery construction is collecting food and then we can bag it up ourselves and then deliver it and then maybe deliver the excess to a food bank or, or whatever it is. Uh-huh. So let's start talking about it. Yeah, let's start talking about yeah. it because it's because I, I don't have a lot. But I certainly have more than others. Sure. And I talk about giving back, but I, I don't. You know, I, I don't do enough of it, I should say. And I'd like to. Yeah. Uh, Christmas, whatever, don't get me a present. And <laughs> I think that's it. I got your work blanket last Yeah, last year. year. Don't, I, I don't need another blanket. Oh, I was going to mention Christmas. Thank you for saying so. The As we're getting closer to Christmas, let's talk about who deserves a gift and who doesn't. Oh, the the naughty and nice list. Maybe not so naughty and nice, but like, yeah, like, hey, don't we see each other? Like, like, you don't need to get me a gift. Oh, the crossing guard versus the teacher. So not our personal, not not like as we're going around on job sites, we're like, man, that plumber was naughty today. That guy's fucking off. Take yeah, yeah, off. yeah. No, I just think to what extent do we have to like extend these pleasantries. Are right, you want me to think on it? Yeah, just think on it. We got a lot to think about. Uh huh. All right, till next time. Till next time.